Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode 105 of NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. I'm Pal Val, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, King NASCAR. Logan, how are you? I was uh, jamming to the, the intro theme there, and I'm also doing Peachy tonight. <laughs> awesome. And Jason is uh, on assignment, getting ready for the national. Got a great show for everybody today. We are going to do a race recap like usual. Going to take a look at Tops Now F1, see what's available. Maybe look at the archives, see what kind of print runs. It's been a while since we looked at those, so always interested to see how that's going and what the print runs are. Speaking of National, preparing for the National. It's coming up here in a few weeks. Getting real excited. Heading to sunny Atlantic City. Hopefully where the temperatures are cooler than where I live. <laughs> I think every almost anywhere is cooler than where you live right now. I was, you guys were, you're making the news here. So oh, that's bad for making the news. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to end the show with the uh, cornerstone Kings court. So got some really good ones this week. I saw I sneaked and looked. <laughs> uh, but first we'd like to, Thank our sponsor, Panini America. Yes, thank you, Panini. We love you. Yes, we do. And don't forget to subscribe to NASCAR Radio on YouTube. Ring the bell. Be notified when new content for each and every week. We appreciate that. Also, oh, down below. <laughs> I guess I'll just let it run. But anyway, NASCAR Radio uh, shows available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Actually, anywhere you consume your podcast, pretty much. What about eight track tapes? Uh, we actually we need to convert that. I guess maybe get <laughs> the, the best, the greatest hits or uh, some of the best episodes, like uh, episode number twenty nine, the nineteen seventy two STP. Get that on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> now available on eight track tape. <laughs> yeah, or, or episode 31 is a good one. That's the 1983 Uno and the 1985 Sports Star photographic set. But or if you're a Max person, uh, show eight, 38, 39, 88 Max, and uh, of course the 1988 Max Dale Earnhardt episode number 42. So, but you can check the archives. All uh, I've tried to put uh, pretty good descriptions in there. So if there's any particular set you're looking for, you can search to uh, find those so yeah i think i heard that max verstappen is going to add an extra x to his name so he can trademark the name max nice <laughs> just kidding i don't uh, know okay. <laughs> that just popped in it my just brain. came <clears throat> well i was gonna say it's live it's live recorded but anyway yeah so not a lot of editing on the podcast, no. so. uh so i guess let's get of course jason's not here to kind of keep us under control but Racing recap. Yes, the Camping World Truck Series. That was race number 15. And that was the inaugural O'Reilly Auto Parts 150 at Mid-Ohio. And that was Saturday, July 9th. Parker Kligerman was our winner. Highest finishing rookie was Lawless Allen at position 24. Go Lawless. Go Lawless, yes. So I guess one of the other highlights is that Haley Deegan came in. Uh, position 10. Yep. She had a top 10. She was 10th, but it's a top 10. Yeah. A top 10 is a top 10. Uh, I was surprised to see 
John John Hunter Nemechek seems like he hasn't been having the year like he did last year. So that kind of surprised me, but yeah, it, it surprises me too. I mean, he's just having some bad luck. And so is Corey Heim. I mean, his truck, he had like it was like about I don't know, there was it seemed like a handful of laps to go and uh his truck just lost power. He just had no power. Cuz he he said it was shutting off during the race and then coming back on. So I guess apparently it shut off for good. Uh, I think it was like something like seven laps to go, something like that. He he had to pull off the side of the track and he was done. And he was right up there fighting for the lead too. I hated that. Yeah, I was going to actually mention him as well, but you kind of beat me to it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I guess we're in agreement there. So, mm-hmm. but Parker Kligerman, he's running a short schedule this year. One of the smaller teams, he's been racing for quite a while, and it's evident in his first cards. He's in 2010 Wheels Element. He's a D- Undiscovered Elements autograph only in 2010, and there's a numbered to 125 version of that autograph, and then a numbered to 25 of that autograph in red, and then he doesn't have a card any other cards in 2010, but he has 2011 press pass fanfare card number 65. And there's a few different versions or parallels of those. There's a blue die cut unnumbered hollow foil die cut unnumbered. And then there's a silver number to 25 emerald to 25 Ruby die cut to 15 and a Sapphire to 10. Not a lot of (laughs) parallels there. And the numbers ones are, very uh, limited so mm-hmm. but there's magnificent materials number to 199 and then the half foil version number to 50 and then there's fanfare autographs bronze to 250 gold to 150 silver to 75 blue to five and then there's the autograph printing plates one of ones with the black cayenne magenta and yellow of parker kligerman so yeah, I, I wasn't able to find a 2011 fanfare, but I did find a 2013 fanfare. Yeah, so you made some runs, uh, I guess, in the early 10s, if that's when you want to call it. But but I guess he's been in and out. Of course, he's been broadcasting and some other stuff. So it seems like he, you know, has gotten a ride and is making the most of what he what he's got. So yeah, did you uh, did you hear after the race when his car owner got on the radio? I did not. That? They, I was the watching it was like, after the, the car owner was literally like crying. He's like, Oh man, I love you, man. Ah! It was, it was pretty cool, man. He, he was so happy and so excited. And he was crying on the radio to Parker Klingerman. Kling, 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 I keep wanting to put the N in there, which there's no <laughs> N, but I thought that was really neat that he was that emotional about winning for that team. So that was awesome. Well, I mean, you know, we, we talk about it and some of these guys, they win quite a bit and you have other guys, they really appreciate it. And they, you know, for these smaller funded teams, it's a big deal. It is a bit, it's a huge deal. I mean, that's, you know, it, it, there's the prestige plus, you know, there's a little bit more infusion of cash, you know, which helps them out. So yeah, it's a good thing. And all these are stepping stones. I'm sure he's Parker's trying to work his way up and, and get a full-time ride. If that's what, you know, he would want to do. Like I said, he was doing broadcasting down in the pits and stuff like that. So getting good opportunities and capitalize on, on them as he can. So yeah. And I mean, just as Josh Berry, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
but you see his sponsor was tied. So that's not a, that's not a slouch sponsor. That's Procter and Gamble. So, you know, that's a, that's a high dollar sponsorship that they got. So that really helped them too. I'm sure to beef up the truck. Yep. Uh, Los Allen, we've talked about before. He does not have any cards yet, but we're keeping our fingers crossed for Chronicles. Uh, we have one more race before the playoffs, if you can believe it, in truck. So race 16 is going to be at Pocono Raceway, and that's a CRC Bracken 150, and that's going to be Saturday, July 23rd at 12 p.m. Eastern. Stages for Pocono Raceway, end of lap 15, end of lap 30, and the end of lap 60. So we've still got a few weeks before the next truck race, but that will be the last one before the playoffs. And then we will talk about the playoff race and who's sitting where going for the 2022 camping world truck series champion moving over to Xfinity. That was race number 17. And that was the second annual Osco uniforms 250. And that was Saturday, July 9th at Atlanta motor speedway. And Austin Hill was our winner and highest finishing rookie was Austin Hill at position one. What is it that they, that, uh, Randy Quaid says in Independence Day, I've been saying it. I've been saying it for 10 damn years. <laughs> but we've been saying that he's going to win again. That's that's my point. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of interesting that he, he, you know, won this. He's running for Richard Childress Racing to get that win. And he's definitely destined for the cup level. So, you know, I was thinking, all right, you know, it was – Austin Dillon on his way out or what? And then we hear this week that Tyler Reddick's going to be moving over to the X, XI 23, 23XI. Not in 23, but in 24. So uh, if I was a betting man, Austin Hill will be getting there, uh, get another year in Xfinity and then moving up to the Cup. So, but we, like I said, we've been talking about him this year. I think we talked about him last year in truck. So, yep. Kid can drive. He's, he's, a, he's a good wheel man And we've talked about his rookies Like I said numerous times But the 2021 Dunruss He has a base As well as a Retro 1988 Card so card 81 and card 156 and then each One of those has the parallels With the silver orange Carolina blue red Name all the colors of the rainbow Fifth anniversary artist proof Black trophy and he's also in 2021 Dunner's Optic. It's card number 55. There's the hollow version, the orange pulsar, Carolina blue wave, gold number to 10, and gold vinyl 101. And then there's also optic signatures of the Dunner's and hollow number to 99 and signature gold vinyl 101. And of course, there's the printing plates of each of the Dunner's with black cayenne magenta yellow. He's in the 2021 Chronicles. Panini Chronicles, Zenith, only in Zenith and Zenith autographs. And I think that's the one Jason had picked up for like less than five bucks, the autograph in Zenith. And then the autographs is only two, ver three versions, unnumbered, number to 10, and hollow, platinum, blue, 101. And then 2021 Panini Prism signing sessions, unnumbered version, and then all the different versions, number 99 or less. Now, there's some good deals on Austin Hill, and I had gone out to Com C. I think I had picked up 
a optic gold numbered out of 10 for less than 20 bucks. Hmm. It's like Speed Racer when I do that. Hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I, I want to say I picked up a Prism, Panini Prism signing sessions numbered out of 25 for like less than 10. I mean, it was five hours. It was kind of, I think it was a blue and Carolina blue. That's what it was, numbered to 25 for like five bucks. Hmm. Yep. So get your Austin Hills. He's gonna he's gonna be moving up to Cup here in a few years. So, but it's a long term yeah. hold. But yeah, I just keep this car on my desk right here. It, it never moves because we're talking about him like literally every week. So, so did you see see much of that race? Um, I hated that Sam Mayer got wrecked out by Jeffrey Earnhardt. That really stunk. I did watch that. I want to say it was the Austin Hill show. It pretty much was. He won stage two. Josh Berry won stage one. So, you know, and Josh Berry ended up coming in second. So, you know, they, they, those two guys were the class of the field all day long. And then, of course, Ty freaking Gibbs got crashed out by Riley Herbst. That's that, the one I did see. And I was like, won two Monster Energy cars, whammo. You know, yeah, like, I, wanna, I you didn't know, get to see, or they did not talk to, or I didn't catch it, Ty Gibbs after, after that because – but they did talk to Riley, and Riley said he was going to be calling him and hoping that he would take his call and trying to smooth it over. Well, I could see those two guys punching it out. <laughs> I don't think it'd be any like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. I don't think you're going to have any of that going on. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I did watch that. I thought Ty had a shot there until he didn't. Yeah, he was doing fine till he got – because he was right up front when all that happened. It's like, right. really? On the like, restart, yeah. Just shaking my head. He's trying to trying to move to the wall through Ty Gibbs. Yep. Yep. Uh, luckily, Ty Gibbs got a few wins and stuff, so he's he's going to be making the playoffs. But uh, next race, race number 18. We have nine more before the playoffs. That's going to be the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, the Crayon 200, and that is going to be Saturday, July 16th at 2.30 p.m. Stages for New Hampshire Motor Freeway, end of lap 45, end of lap 90, and end of lap 200. The Crayon 200? Yep. God's green earth is good. Is that going to be sponsored by Crayola or something? I mean, I I think you're, yeah, I think you spoiled it, but I think so. So, wow. Okay. I've never, I'm, they must be, I'm with you. I, I, I just read them off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just that's just that just seems weird to me. But hey, whatever. You probably have a whole show on the different names that and sponsors that have sponsored races over the last umpteenth years. If you look in some of the archives, you know a lot of the race early races didn't have sponsors, and then they started to slowly have sponsors. Then some of the sponsor names are, you know, oh, one offs yeah. where you know whoever uh, decided to sponsor that race in that time, and so. Some of that is pretty cool. You can kind of tell the tell the uh, time frame. And then some races were sponsored or from drivers who had passed away. So it was like somebody's memorial race. Yeah, back in the 50s, they did that a lot. And, and even into the early 60s, I think. So if you don't follow the Twitter account at NASCAR Radio, I will you know tweet out today in NASCAR and the different races that have happened and the name of the race and where it was located. And some of these tracks, you know, they're no longer around, but 
um, those records still live on. So it's cool to see. So I've got one more point about this crayon 200. Yes. Are the drivers going to have to stay between the lines? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they get penalized, right? If they go below the, if they go below the line, they go below the lines. They're out. Yeah. Park the car. <laughs> you need to use that or they need to use that. So very good. Logan. All right. Moving over to the cup race. That was the 53rd Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. And that was Sunday, July 10th at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And Chase Elliott was our winner. And Austin Cedric came, uh, was our highest finishing rookie at position three. Yeah, that was a good race. You know, the, the way, you know, now that that track has been reconfigured and they changed the banking from like, I think it's like 22 degrees to 24. And then they, they narrowed the, the, the lanes. You know, I forget by how many feet. So it's more like a super speedway now. And uh, a lot of the drivers were calling it like a mini Daytona. I, I had caught some of them talking about that. In, in fact, you know, they did have the, the yellow line rule where you can't go, go below the yellow line for this track. And then and they've only done that for Talladega and Daytona before. And they, they did it for this track now. So that tells well, you something. I was going to say, that I think Chase won all the stages in the race. Ding, ding. So. Yeah, he uh, he was pretty dominant. I mean, I, I hated right at the end, Corey LaJoy was up front. And I'm like, oh, please let him win, please. I want to see him put his uh, his face on the hood of a car again or something, just whatever. And it'd be such a cool thing. It would shake up the points so bad. Put, I think it would put Kevin Harvick out. But yeah, it would have ruined a few drivers' days. But it would, he yeah, it was would. not settling for second place. He was win or bust. He was. In fact, I think I somebody. I'm going to quote somebody. I forget who it was. They said that that Corey LaJoy went down swinging, and he did. Yeah, he. They had interviewed him, and he basically kind of said that where he, you know, he he was going for it. Yeah, I hate that he he. He, I think he pushed it a little bit too hard, and he just got put. He pushed it. Yeah, he pretty much pushed himself into the wall. I don't think he really had any help per se. You know, he was just pushing it so hard that he just it just the front end just wouldn't turn, and he just kind of drifted up into the wall and it caused that crash right there on the last lap. But yeah, I was really hoping I was, that I just think it would be so cool, and that would have been our sixth first time winner, which would have set a record. Well, we kind of talked about it with Parker's win. You know what it means for the smaller teams to win a race. The other teams, the big teams, take I don't say take it for granted, but if Corey LaJoy and, and company could have won that race, that would have been huge for the smaller teams, right? Oh, yeah. He'd been in the playoffs too, pretty much. Well, yeah. That, and that guarantees him like 15, 16 money. Yeah. He gets a lot more money. That would have been huge for them. Maybe this was the shot in the arm that, that they needed to see that they could compete. And who knows, maybe maybe they'll still have a chance before the playoffs. Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. If, I'm assuming everybody knows, but the playoff system, each of the teams get money for fin how they finish during the year. So you get money for winning the races, but then you get money for how you finish at the end of the year. And so by getting in the playoffs, you're guaranteed – you know, that even if you came in that last position, you're still, you know, 15, 16 out of 40 cars. So uh, one of these smaller teams, that's a that's a huge influx of cash for them 
to get into that spot. So it's like uh, Michael Michael McDowell last year uh, for winning Daytona automatically puts them in the playoffs and then and they're in that spot. Otherwise, they might finish in the twenties or thirties, getting that kind of money. So anyway, I digress. Yeah. Now I'm going to also bring up something else. His initials are Ross Chastain. Oh my goodness. That boy. <laughs> he did not make any friends. He 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 did not make any friends. He he continues week in and week out to not make any friends. I mean, I guess we need a bad boy, and I guess he's the new one. I guess Kyle Bush is, you know, he hasn't been running so well. So I guess Ross Chastain is our new bad boy. Maybe I was gonna say he, you know, when when Kyle Bush tells you to knock it off, that must be something. God, no kidding. <laughs> but you know, he caused he caused that big crash on lap 91. He took out Martin Truex Jr. Uh, I think Kyle freaking Bush was in it. Austin Dillon, Joey Logano. There was a lot of cars in that in that crash. When you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, he he needs the little stickers on the side of the car. So instead of wins, it's like I'd have taken out all these drivers. Yeah, like like airplanes in World War Two. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he have a whole side of his of his car full of those things. But yeah, that was bad. And then later on, uh, it was like 15 laps to go. What does he do? His his front is pushing because he's he's pushing it too hard. So he should have just backed out. Instead, he kept on going, drifted up, whammo. He hits um, Denny Hamlin and spins Denny Hamlin out, and ruins his day. And that's the guy who probably, I mean, I want to go ahead and say it, who probably hates him the most. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably like, you know, does he have it out for me or what? So, and of course, you know, Denny's not afraid to, to give it back. So, but he's yeah. very calculative on when it, when it's coming back. Oh, yeah. He's going to he's gonna pick and choose the time. And the timing will definitely be sometime in the first round of the playoffs. You can, I can guarantee you that. Because it was only a few weeks ago where Rasha... Denny Hamlin was tweeting out to Ross Chastain about like getting him back. And then Justin Marks was in on it. And he's like, with wide eyes open, like really like, you know, I'm listening or, you know, that he's, he's in on that chat. But again, this time. (laughs) (laughs) And then then poor old Denny Hamlin, like uh, seven or eight laps to go. He was in another wreck because of that. It's, it's just like, yeah. Thank you, Ross Chastain. So I, I tweeted out, I'm beginning to not like Ross Chastain. <laughs> he just, it's one thing, I think, to do something like that on the last lap when you're fighting for the win and you're right there neck and neck with the other, with your other competitors. But it's a whole nother thing when you're just out there and you're basically cruising, so to speak, and you take somebody out. That's, that's a I mean that's just racing above your your pay grade at that point. You're just racing above your your skill level. You you expect that from rookies, right? Who've got the yellow that's why they have the yellow stripe on the on the back of the car so everybody else can see them. So I'm yep. if Ross Chastain needs a yellow bumper or something uh on that. So yeah, he's either reckless or he's not whatever's going on, but uh he's not making any friends and Denny Hamlin <laughs> is I think the first in line. So but anyway, we digress. Chase Elliott, we've talked about him uh, a few times this year. We had our top 10 for him, but uh, I'll go through some of these quick uh, show and tell here. 
the 97 press pass card number 45. That's with Chase Elliott's baby in Bill Elliott's car. Was that? Baby Chase. Baby Chase, yep. And then the 1997 Pinnacle Racers Choice card number 34. Now, this card is not listed under Chase or tied to Chase in the trading card database. So that's card number 34. There are, I don't think, very many parallels. There's the, there's a showcase series version of that as well. We have the 2011 Wheels Element card number 99. There are, there's a green parallel unnumbered, a red parallel unnumbered. I think the green is from the Howie Boxes. Red, I want to say, is from the Blasters, but I've I haven't opened many of the Blasters and never got any of the reds, so I'm not sure. There is the black version, number thirty-five. That is going to be out of the Hobby Silver packs, uh, and then the purple. I'm not sure. That's the number twenty-five where that one came from. And then there's the undiscovered elements. There's two versions. There's the blue ink version, numbered to two twenty-five. And then there's the red version, numbered to 25. That card is absolutely beautiful. That's that's pretty much, I think, up there in the NASCAR glamour card stratosphere. Yeah, I'm um, I'm biased on that one. So <laughs> you should be you should be very proud of that because that's a great card. So that that's all Chase has got for 2011. He, he doesn't he doesn't show up in any other cars until 2014. Uh, that puts him at three wins for the season, far the most of anybody. Yeah, you know something I've noticed on eBay, especially right now, is it seems like his autograph cards, especially like the 2016 Prism and some of the early autographs of him, are going up pretty quickly. It makes me wish I had bought some back in the. When they first came out, but we, you know, I'm sitting there buying Dale Earnhardt Jr. and people like that, and buying those autos instead. I mean, I should have been buying Chase Chase Elliott. Yeah, you know, but, so folks, they go after the 2016 Prism. I think that's a a, a good one to have as well. Mm-hmm. I think I've I picked up an auto back in 16 or 17 for Chase and some of the the different parallels. But you know, he's got a couple things going for him. He, we know he's going to be a Hall of Famer uh, with his Xfinity Championship. And he won Xfinity, right? I think from, um, and then the, at least mm-hmm. for the cup series championship, most popular driver. I don't think that's being relinquished anytime soon. So he has a huge fan base. And I would say we, I've saw it. You saw it when you went to to Nashville, the yep. hauler and the folks, uh, with his merch. So, Oh yeah. And when he won that night, I mean, the whole crowd, what was left of the crowd in Nashville were, <sighs> Just going crazy. And the kids. We, we were going crazy too. We we were glad. I mean, you know, the you know, he does drive for Hendrick, for, which for me is eh, but you know, he is Chase Elliott, he is the son of probably my second favorite all-time driver, Bill Elliott. And uh, so I'm proud for him. He's doing he's doing really good right now. He's he's on a roll. Hopefully he can keep that up and he could get his second championship this year. That would be pretty impressive. It would be very impressive. Highest finishing rookie, Austin Sendrick. Trying to think if we talked about it. We haven't, I don't think we talked about him last week. We can check in with him. 2018, Austin Sendrick. Uh, 2018, Don Russ in the Phenoms. 
insert set, the P8. There's only a few versions of that. There's the unnumbered cracked ice to $9.99 and explosion to $99. 2018 Panini Certified. He has a base in there, card number 88, and a few different parallels for it. There's also four mirror versions of it. No autographs in 2018 Certified, but Panini Prism, scripted signatures, no base but autographs. Panini Victory Lane 2018, card number 33. Parallels in that and signatures in Victory Lane as well. Yep, and of course this this Certified is a foil card, which, you know, it's not going to grade well. The foil cards just don't. They just chip too easy. Yeah, I wasn't real happy with that 2018 Certified because of that, that foil. The 2016, I like a lot better than the 2018, but they didn't ask me. Agreed. Yeah, they didn't ask us. Those guys, they they didn't call us up. Nope. Next race, race number 20. There's seven more before the playoffs. That's going to be New Hampshire Motor Speedway. The Ambetter 301, and that's going to be Sunday, July 17th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Stages for New Hampshire Motor Speedway. End of lap 70. End of lap 185 and the end of lap 301. All right. Moving over to IndyCar series. They were off last week, but the Honda Indy Toronto is scheduled for July 17th, Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And that's going to be 85 laps, 151.81 miles. Moving over to Formula One. That was the 2022 Rolex Grand Prix of Austria. That was a really good race. Charles Leclerc was our winner. That's, and, that's okay. Char, Char Leclerc. Char Leclerc. All right, Char, Char like, Leclerc. Like, I, I'm just thinking like, of the barbecue. Let's look at it like S H A R. Char, Char Leclerc. Okay, I'm still thinking of the barbecue. <laughs> oh yeah, that was not good for for Ferrari. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I felt it was kind of it was a really good race because it was kind of a cat and mouse between Max and Leclerc, where they were coming in for pit, they were pitting for tires to see who could, uh, I guess, get that lead there at the end. But Max Verstappen came in second, followed by Lewis Hamilton getting um, another podium. Yeah, Mercedes is they're on their way back. They're they're figuring out the porpoising issue of the of the car and all the other little issues that they've been having. I think they're, they're ironing all those kinks out and it's, it's starting to show on the track and where they're finishing. Yeah. They were three and four and Ferrari's partner was out of the race. Like I said, with the barbecue and the Oracle Red Bull, uh, Max's partner was out with an accident. So yeah. Lap 57, it was uh, Carlos Sainz. He, man, that car, it blew up and he pulled off and that thing was on fire. As, as they would say when Richard Petty in his last race, and Richard Petty is on fire. Well, Carlos yeah. Sainz was on fire. I need to get the sound bit there. Like that car is on fire, yeah. but yeah, you know, on the hill, trying to put the brake on it, trying to get out. Rolling back. Cars rolling backwards. I, Cause that, that thing got engulfed pretty quick. And I'm like, I right, dude, you need to get out. And cause you got to get that harness off from the Hans and, and the other stuff and on the hill. And luckily that guy came by with the, the block to put under the wheel and the fire extinguisher or whatever. But yeah, that, that thing went up pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know how much formula one cars 
cost these days. I remember a few years ago talking about cup cars and those, those things in themselves were like a hundred thousand dollars a car, but I have no idea what a formula one car retails for. <laughs> I don't know. If, it's probably a half million dollar car. I mean, I, it would almost have to be. I would think it's even more than that, but, but I, it was a entertaining race and good outcome that with that win, you know, dwindles max or Stoppin's lead over Charles Leclerc to uh, 37 points. Followed by Sergio Perez, 55, Carlos Sands, 79, George Russell, or 73, Russell, 77, and Lewis Hamilton, 92. So it's um, with Sergio Perez being out and Carlos Sands being out, uh, they lost ground. But, you know, and again, they're kind of on a break right now. So next race, race 12, is going to be the French Grand Prix. And that's going to be Sunday. July 24th at 9 a.m. You want to talk about his cards? Charles Leclerc's cards? Yes. 2020 tops. He has about 329 2020 cards. That includes tops Chrome, Formula One, the Dynasty stickers, and Turbo Attacks. But he's got about nine different cards in tops Chrome, Formula One. Uh, there's two versions of car card number four with the image variation on that. And then you have the remaining cards and then that those cards are, uh, there's parallels for all of them through all the different types of parallels. So we'll go through them all, but other note noted cards in the 2020 tops Chrome formula one is the 1954 world of wheels. with different parallels of that. There's the track tags for Charles Leclerc, car number TT-4. And then you also have some chrome autographs as well with an unnumbered version and numbered to uh, 99 or less. Then there's a Sapphire edition of all that again with the blue, with with the different parallels. The Dynasty autograph gloves and patches different versions of those, the construction team, dual relic autographs. There's just a lot of stuff. Autograph, triple relics. There's a tops F1 official stickers. looks like there's about 10 different stickers in that set from sticker number 33 to 42. And then the tops turbo attacks, multiple ver- multiple cards in that set. And then the limited editions as well with three with the gold, the three gold, three silver, three card number three, uh, bronze, and then a dual XL card. I don't see any tops now for 2020 for him, but he had some. I don't not in 2020, I don't think. You think so? I don't think so. Hmm. But so he's got quite a few of the 2020. So we can give, definitely give it the NASCAR radio stamp of approval saying buttload of cards. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. It is a lot of cards. So they're off for a few weeks and then they'll pick up on July 24th. Yeah, we were, we, we had pretty much a full house this weekend, except for Andy. Yep. They're off. So, but they're, they'll be back. 
this week and Formula One to be off. So, so you know, the Grand Prix of Austria officially marked the halfway point of the F1 season, just so you know. So we're halfway. Yes. So there's still a lot of points left to be had for the championship. So, yeah, a buttload. <laughs> I don't know about a buttload of points, but there's, there's some. All right, next on the list, tops Formula One. Let me share my screen here. We're goodness gracious, we talk too long, too much. Yeah, we're already 42 minutes into this thing. No, we have to put it on. Got to put it in turbo. Yeah, we 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 need Jason here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we get. But here are the tops. Formula One tops now offerings uh, recording on Wednesday. So I think when this drops Friday, it might be, they might still be available, but just to get an idea, there were quite a few this week. Yeah. You know, they had one for um, Mick Schumacher finally getting points. Yep. And you can see like the parallels, uh, no parallels for that, no parallels for that, but Mick and first ever American driver to win in F2. I thought about maybe getting one of those, but I'm not sure. Merkin. Yep. Merkin. And uh, looking at the archive, just kind of looking to see what the print runs are. Uh, 1,500, 1,600, 1,200, 1,200, almost, almost 900, 934, almost 2,000. So it seems like they're, they're coming down. Of course, you had this dual victory, double victory in sprint and Main race, what card number is that? A card number 13, that's 5,400. So I'm not sure about tops now and how everybody feels about those. If they're still collecting, of course, let me know on Twitter. Be curious to see. Some of the cards I think make sense. Other cards I'm not sure about. It's almost like they're trying to find stuff to to make cards of, you know, because we've got, uh, what, six cards here for when uh, one Carlos won. Mm-hmm. So, because I thought about getting that, and that's one of the things I hate that Panini America doesn't do the Panini Instant anymore. So, you know, if you grab this Carlos, you got his first first win, first F one victory. Yep. And then you can start collecting. Of course, you know, if you're a diehard Carlos fan, then every time he wins, you grab another Tops now, and you can collect that set as well. Yeah, you know, Tops. You know, like like in some of the other sports, they. It's like what you said a while ago. They kind of look for uh, things to make cards of, like so and so baseball player swung at a pitch. Let's make a card of that. <laughs> and you mentioned Mick, right? Mick yeah. Schumacher. So his first time getting points. That could be another one. If you're a Mick Schumacher fan, then hey, you're commemorating his first points. Mm-hmm. When he gets his first race win, you know, you, you'll. Go after that as well. So that's why I thought like the first ever American win in F2. It's another first. So just something, another option out there. If you're in the U.S. or go through the U.S. site and you accumulate points and you can redeem them for, I think it's 2,000 points for $20 off. So when you when you buy some cards through the U.S. site. It's another way to, you know, use some of those points. Yeah. You know, you're talking about Mick Schumacher, you know, he hadn't scored any points in Formula One until 
the previous race. And in this race, he also scored points. So that's two weeks in a row he's done that already. So that just goes to show you how much confidence can help you, you know, in anything, you know, racing or whatever. So, you know, kudos to him. And of course, two, two of the top five in points didn't make it to the end. So, mm-hmm. but Mick made it to the end. Um, you want to talk a little bit news real quick? Just real quick. Yeah, hit me. All right. In the news, of course, we, we kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, but 23XI announced that Tyler Reddick is going to be joining the team in 2024, right? Uh, there's no word. We don't know. You know, I was talking with this with Tyler Sports Guy. We're thinking that probably Kurt Busch's contract is going to be up, and I think he's going to replace Kurt Busch. I I can't see them, you know, Bubba Wallace going anywhere. And I don't see them doing a third team. So I'm pretty sure that once, you know, Kurt Busch is probably going to retire, I would guess. And Tyler Race is going to kind of slip into that 45 car. So that's one of the things. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You got to remember, you know, I go by folks, you know, the rookie year. So Kurt Busch's rookie is 2000. Mm-hmm. He's been around a long, long time. I could definitely see him taking some kind of maybe some kind of leadership role or whatever inside. Definitely to have Tyler have access to that kind of experience, and as well, you know, with Bubba Wallace getting getting um, access to that experience. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'd be really surprised if it was Bubba's contract was up and they let him go. I think this is a huge signing for. 23XI. Tyler Reddick, we've talked about, I think he's a really good talent. So, yeah, he, I'm, I'm hoping he can excel in the Toyota equipment. Now, you know, Richard Childress is not happy about this one bit. He is very upset. And I think, he, I think he was overheard saying, Oh, great. Now you're leaving me with Austin. No, just kidding. <laughs> just, I don't, I don't <laughs> well, I kind of hinted at, you know, I thought, Austin's been around since 2009 that, you know, Austin Hill would be a good replacement for him and Austin could get a job or get something internally, you know, Austin, Austin Dillon's got little, little kids or whatever, and that, you know, not to be traveling as much or whatever. So I just kind of, you know, not only by talent, but also other things going on right in everybody's lives that it made sense that, you know, Austin, they'd have Austin Hill, but I think we've always talked about. It. I always thought Tyler Reddick was a pretty good talent, and I always come back to it where winning two Xfinity championships with two different teams is incredibly hard. And yes, you know, to do it one time, but then to do it with another team. Sometimes, you know, if you're staying with the same team, you have a lot of the same pieces in place, and you snap one or two people here and there, but the majority of the nucleus stays. But when you change teams, you know, you have a whole different corporate culture and there's just a lot of stuff that goes to it. So I was always impressed with the fact that Tyler Reddick had done that. Yeah. uh, And that he's been always in the top 10, top five or whatever these races. And we knew he was going to get that win and then to get that win and then signing this deal. And, your point, I think it kind of got out early or whatever to 23XI let that leak out or whatever, and I'm sure Childress was not happy because you know, he looked for their future. Hendrick has their stuff tied up for a while, and you know, with with losing Tyler Reddick, then you have Austin and 
like it's Austin Hill, but which again yeah. is no guarantee on Austin Hill, but it just makes sense. Well, here, here's the announcement from Richard Childress, at least part of the announcement from Richard Childress Racing. They said, we're proud of the success that Tyler Reddick has found at Richard Childress Racing, but you know, we are focused on winning a championship in 2022 and 2023, although the timing of this announcement could not be any worse. So you know that Richard Childress is like, he did, it blindsided him. It's, it's like, fanatics getting getting the, all the licenses for all the all the major sports <laughs> yeah i'm going huh what yeah uh i was interested in those guys you know getting three hours warning before the announcement that yeah you just lost everything okay yep. so moving on good. one more yep. one more one more news thing uh the city of chicago has endorsed a nascar street course race to be held for three years, starting in 2023. Now, no official contract has been signed yet, but they're expecting an announcement to announce something on July 19th. So stay tuned. We'll find out more about that. So I think it'd be cool. It'd be cooler and cool. It'd be awesome. Now, yeah. if they just hold it, hold it during the national next year. They had it the Sunday of the National. I know where we're going to be on that Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. And speaking of the National, we'll move over to next segment. National, the National is happening a few weeks and preparing for the National. If you've never been, it is just a lot of dealers, a lot of corporate sponsors. There's the main stage. You'll be able to just see all kinds of incredible high dollar cards and there's you know some lower end stuff as well and uh getting to meet some folks and sometimes it's not just about the cars though it's about uh friends you kind of can meet and and mingle with and and stuff as well as talk to some of the reps from the different card companies or grading companies or all the above well, there's something for everybody at the national. I mean, no doubt. You know, even though we have we we collect a niche sport, there you know, you know as well as I do, there's stuff there for us. For yeah. NASCAR, NASCAR collectors, there are cards. You just you might have to hunt for them a little bit more, but they are there. You will find them. You will and you will find some nice cards, uh, and it's it's really amazing. I just while I was thinking of or saying that, I was thinking of the single singles club. Oh, I've been hounding that poor guy to death about bringing NASCAR. I don't know if he is or not, but I have been on social media. I've been going like, any NASCAR? Bring NASCAR, blah, blah, blah. NASCAR, NASCAR, NASCAR. So I don't know if he's got any or not. I hope he does. If he doesn't, I'll be like, I'll be sad. <laughs> well, you know, last year we saw quite a bit of F1. And we saw quite a bit of, of NASCAR as well. I was just thinking of the guy who had all the 2016 Panini Prism graded stuff so mm -hmm. so yeah i'm hoping for that i'm hoping i mean there, there's going to be dollar boxes there for us i mean there there is every year um you know i'm not going to give away all of mine and val's secrets but you know I, I will say that one thing we do do is uh on like early on like wednesday morning we will start and Val will take one side of an aisle i will take the other side of the aisle and we literally go to every dealer and say do you have any racing? We don't even say NASCAR. We just say racing cards. Uh, we used to say NASCAR. 
And when we would say NASCAR, they would go, yeah, I got some right here. And then they would hand us F1 cars because they just didn't know the difference. But we go around and ask them, do you have any racing cars? And they'll, if they say no, you know, then we move on to the next one. If they say, yeah, it's like, hey, come over here, check this out. So it's it's a time saver for us. That way we don't have to sit, sit around and look at everything in the case and think, you know, do they have something? Do we miss something? Because they know their inventory. So, you know, we just ask and it just it just makes things quicker. We can we can pretty much cover the majority of the convention center in one full day. We usually the next morning, the next day, we can get through the rest of it. And well, then we also, it's a matter of, you know, whatever. After that. And we'll make notes if we find someplace where we need to dig deeper, like you have dollar boxes or whatever it is. That's more of a day two type of type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to bring some snacks or or whatever, because day goes by really quick. And you'd be it, like, oh, it goes, it goes by very quickly. You know, Jason, I wish he was. I really wish he was here tonight. You know, he's got a website called PreserveTheHobby.com, and on there he has the must-haves that you need to have or you, he, he suggests that you have for the 2022 national or really for any national. So I guess if, if we want, we can, we can read through that. Do you want to? Sure. Do that? I think so. Well, his first suggestion is probably by far one of the bigger ones. Wear comfortable shoes. If, if you have never been to the national, you will be on your feet all day. And you know, like, I'm an old guy. So, you know, wearing comfortable shoes is like primo for me. So wear comfortable shoes. That's well, one. Those, those floors are concrete. They're, 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 they're not forgiving and you're going to be standing for the whole day. So, mm-hmm. so smart yeah, dealers, the smart dealers will bring rugs and stuff for them, for, for them to stand on. So, yeah. And one good thing though, is the, the corporate area, especially tops, they have carpeting, but underneath of that, they have this padding. that's just unbelievably feels so good on your feet when you walk on it it's so good and i'm sure they'll have it again this year so the next thing is dress comfortably you don't want to wear dress shoes you don't want to wear dress pants you want something that's loose fitting something that feels good because again and something light too because you don't want to be sweaty and stinky trust me you don't want to be sweat. you don't want to be that guy because <laughs> my son will point out that guy <laughs> he is big on deodorant and I agree with him. But anyway, we're, we're dressed comfortably. I mean, just, you know, if you want to wear a t-shirt, I mean, I'm, I'm going to wear a knit shirt. I'll probably have this, this shirt will be coming with me and some of my other shirts, knit shirts, but I'll, for the most part, I'll be wearing cargo pants and, you know, having my comfortable shoes. So just dress comfortably. That's the main thing. And then of course, you know what the next one is, Jason? I mean, uh, Val, carry backpack. I'll let you talk about that. Carry a backpack. Carry a backpack. Yeah, you um, you know, some of the things that like I'll have maybe a magnifying glass or a loop or something with with a light or um card supplies, any of that kind of stuff, and you know, a couple of lance crackers. I don't know yeah. anything else. What? I said, yeah, I mean, I'm going to carry like a 400 count box and have some top loaders and some soft sleeves and things like that, because, you know, those things have kind of been in short supply. And especially if you go through a dollar box or something, they may just have penny sleeves on them if you're lucky. So you you definitely want to have something to put the cards in. You don't want to get messed up. 
Exactly. That's the whole reason you're there. <laughs> um, the next thing is to take a notebook. And the reason you want to take a notebook is, you know, I don't know if the, the internet access has gotten better there, but you got to think you've got tens of thousands of people in this convention center. They're all on their phones. They're all trying to look at comps. So getting internet access can be a pain. I mean, a real pain in the butt. So if you've got a want list of things you're looking for and things, you know, just bring a little notebook. It doesn't have to be real big. You know, it's just one of those little pocket notebooks or something. But, you know, just jot it all down. Or you, know, you can do what I do is I just copy it into the notepad on my phone and it's there on my phone, which kind of is the same thing. But, yeah, you in that way, if you're trying to, to look up something or try to find something that, you, that you're looking for and you can't get online, at least you have a backup and you, you have a notebook. Yep. Um, the next thing Jason talks about is something we just touched on. Take your own card supplies. You know, bring top loaders. Um, you know, I'm going to bring, I'll probably have some top loaders and some card saver ones. Things like that. That's what I'll probably have with me. And like I said, a 400 count, maybe a 400 count box or something like that. And you can get those at Com C. They give those things away. So you can, I was just going to say, go to Com C, get the 400 count box. Go to PSA, get the card several ones. Yes, yeah, you can you can do it that way. And that's I, we've done that before, where we've like, oh crap, we don't have any more supplies. We need to go get some. So that works out really, really well. I mean, it's it's all free. Um. The next thing Jason talks about is bringing a Sharpie. Val, talk about that. I don't know why it's bringing a Sharpie. Well, I mean, okay. We go to Gibson's across the street from the convention. Oh, I, well, I know, why you, I know why you need a Sharpie. Because everybody gets a mustache. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's, but that's another story for another day. That's another, that's another story for another day. Um, but, oh, I, I got it. For... Uh, for um, Running into Pete celebrities, <laughs> yeah, They're like like Kirk running into Pete Rose. Yes, so, yeah. So you want to have something, you know, and maybe bring you some three by five index cards. I mean, something. I mean, at least you get their autograph. Yeah, if you're an autograph person, then and you can spot folks without their uniforms on, then if you look at the autograph list, that are attending or will be signing at the national. It is a really amazing list and you might run into these folks around town, uh, especially in Atlantic city. I would imagine by the casinos and, and those kind of higher dollar areas that, you know, the Joe Montana and uh, who, who's something that Reggie Jackson and those guys will be visiting those areas because they're kind of stuck in Atlantic City as well. So um <laughs> I, right there's only so much to do. And yeah. they're not they're not going to Philly. They're gonna stay in like in Atlantic City. So mm -hmm. um so yeah you don't know who you're gonna run into. You no, could be we, at a bar somewhere and run into Doc Gooden. So we know that we know all about running into Doc Gooden. That was uh, that was one of the mo most probably amazing stories. We'll have to tell that some other time. Uh at the national. Yeah, that was in Baltimore. So yeah, so bring a uh some actually if you don't have index cards, I use the blanks that they have the decoys in the packs. 
Yeah, you can use those too. I mean, one national, I, well, like last time, Steve Azoki, he was coming around and folks went and got his autograph. And then the year before that, the lady who was doing the Tops Living Legend, the living set, uh, she did, you know, hand drawn those, those uh, 53 type looking. She was somewhere I got her to autograph a few. Yeah, we got, we got her autograph. Yeah, so bring you it sharp. I can sum it up in one word. You never know. Of course, if folks from the from the podcast, they run into Logan and want Logan's autograph. So That's right. I'm signing. So there you go. Me, I, I can put an X on there just as good as anybody else. All right. What else <laughs> we got? Here, we're running out of time. I know. We'll go. It's, this is crazy. Um, protect yourself is what Jason says. Um, basically, carry a little bit of um, you know, some, some hand uh, sanitizer with you. Just protect yourself, you know. And mask as well, because uh, we don't know what's going to happen with, I've seen more uptick in um, the coronavirus, COVID. So you want to bring it, and then you can decide to use it or not, but mm -hmm. you can't make it appear if you don't bring it with you. So That's true. I, I'm going to bring a mask. I don't, you know, there's been a lot of people that I know personally that have gotten the 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 latest version of the same here, same here. And it's like, I don't want this thing to ruin something that I look forward to and absolutely love. You know, I, I don't want that ruined. So I, I may be wearing a mask while I'm there. Now, if I get sick on the last day, I don't care, but, but again, it, I don't want to get sick. But I, like I said, I recommend you bring sanitizer and, and mask or anything else that you need to have it. So you have it. Yeah. So the next thing Jason says is what we kind of touched on a while ago. Protect others, which means bring some freaking deodorant. And also, he doesn't put this on here, but I suggested this to him. Also, some breath mints. I'm going to have Altoids with me. I share them with people, you know, not saying anything. But so, yeah, bring deodorant. So because trust me, you got tens of thousands of of guys in there sweating they're smelly it's like yeah you and I, I hate going up to a table and it happens here at the lo our local shows and it's like dude have you taken a bath in the last month i mean for well it's, it is july folks yeah. be sweating and people like coffee so we have some coffee breath so okay. yeah exactly so bring that bring those things with you and then what val said take snacks you can bring whatever you want. Just, you know, I like bringing some like six pack of Oreo cookies or maybe a cliff bar or, you know, a granola bar or something. Because, you know, first of all, you have to admit, this is like going to a movie theater. The, the, the snacks and things at the snack bar are like really high. So, I mean, if you're cheap like me and Val. <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking, all right, a bottle of water and either some peanuts or something that doesn't require refrigeration, something that won't go bad. Uh, the water doesn't have to be cold, but, um, you know, just something to drink. If you want to go to the concession stand, I'm sure there'll be concession stands and other stuff. But, you know, sometimes you just want something to tide you over until the show's over. And then, you know, go out to eat or something after. So that's kind of what me and, and Logan do. But, um 
you know, again, something that doesn't require refrigeration won't go bad and, and just, you know, it's not a meal or whatever, but. Yeah. So the next thing Jason's got, this is second to the last thing he's got. Don't forget the power. Bring you some little battery backup power bank chargers with you. I mean, I bring them, Val brings them because uh, you're going to be on your phone. You're going to be taking selfies. You're going to be taking pictures of stuff. Your phone is going to probably die. Yeah, you're going to get the baseball card exchange and your battery is going to be dead by the time you take all the photos at baseball card exchange. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, Val's good at that. <laughs> what's that? I said, you're good at that. Yeah, well, I was just thinking like how old your phone is, maybe turn off some of the features you don't need if you don't need Wi-Fi, if you're not using the Wi-Fi or Bluetooth or something like that to help conserve some power. Or if you have, uh, like I have an iPhone, the 360, um, you know, GPS tracking type stuff and bring a battery pack. And there might be some wall outlets, but you never know. <laughs> there might be four or five people in front of you charging charging up. So I don't know if there's any charging stations or if I can't remember if there was anybody who had had that no. last year. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so, you know, power, power pack because you're going to be there a while and you might take photos or looking up comps like we were talking about or making notes in on the notes app or whatever, trying. So there, all the aisles are num are labeled and then all the booths are numbered as well. So you can get in an exact location. So what we'll do is like, I, we were talking about if you find like the dollar boxes or something like that, we don't want to spend all day there. We want to either make the first round or whatever, make a note. Hey, what's your booth number? We can look up in the air and see the aisle number and just kind of jot that down so that, because otherwise when you say, oh yeah, this is over here. And then you get going, trust me, nine out of 10 times, you will not be able to find your way back. Exactly. Like, I think it's on this aisle. No, it's on this this aisle. I have an idea. And you could save yourself a lot of time in searching if you just kind of, hey, what you know, what's your booth? Want to come back? And I've never had any and them not tell me their booth number. So yeah, no, they want you, they want you to spend money. <laughs> yeah. So I, so power battery pack. Most important, plus a cable. Yes. All right. So last thing Jason's got on his list. Stay safe. Um, so it's like whether or not you take prescription medicines or just want to carry some ibuprofen, uh, you know, just, you know, be sure you have your meds because you're going to be there a long time. I mean, uh, he also suggests a first aid kit may be excessive, but, you know, maybe having a few Band-Aids in there may not hurt. Now, mm -hmm. this is not necessarily for the only the national, but if you're traveling and you already might know this, but if you take prescription medicines and stuff, make sure you bring that as a carry on for yourself and not in checked luggage. Now, when you look at Heathrow <laughs> with all the luggage, and I just heard today that American Airlines actually filled up a whole plane with um, suitcases and stuff to bring over to the U.S. to get them back lost luggage. So uh, if you have something that you need to survive do not check that. Do that as a carry-on. Don't or let it out of your sight. Something you can't afford to lose either. Yeah, or something you can't afford to lose. Yes, carry-on. All my clothes are going in the backpack. My medicine will be in the backpack. All the stuff that I I can buy clothes, and and according to, from what I understand, where we're where we're staying, Val, there's a washing machine. So, well, I can tell you from experience, you might have to wear your clothes the next day. Yep. 
Yeah, Val did, yeah. Yeah, I think that was Cleveland. Boy, yeah, that was, was that's, that flight was incredible. <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so so right. visit visit Jason's website, www.preservethehobby.com. It's yep. it's got a lot of good information. And thank you, Jason. Yep, thank you, Jason. We miss you. All right. Uh cue the music. Cue the music. All right. This week's King's Court. Uh, I added something on this week. I added on an honorable mention just because there were so many cool cards that ended this week. I, I just didn't want to leave this one out. So this is our honorable mention. This was on the 7th of July. It's a 2006 Press Pass Legends, Dale Earnhardt. Uh, it's got Junior in the dang description, but it's Dale Earnhardt Sr. <laughs> <laughs> Race used fire suit out of 25. As you can see, Val zooming in on it, it's got the Bass Pro logo with a fish head, you know, roly-poly fish heads. Yep. And there was a lot of talk in the, you know, amongst all of everybody in the NASCAR community. And I really would have loved to have this card. It ended up going for $410 with 25 bid, or excuse me, 45, 45 bids, bids. Five bids. Yeah. So that was a cool card, man. I would love to have had it. I know a lot of people that would have loved to have it. I know Ken would have. Yeah. Joe they were 15 to 25. But it got, it got, uh, as they say in Anchorman, uh, that escalated quickly. <laughs> Gorgeous. Yeah, it's a beautiful card, man. Congrats to whoever got it. Yep. All right, next up, Joker. This was on the 6th of July, 2021. President's Choice, which we've talked about these cards before. Solitaire 2.0. Terry Labonte, Jumbo Patch, one of one. That's got the Simpson Safety Race Products patch on there which is a really cool looking patch that card went for a buy it now price of 299 so somebody went click i want that and they got it so i thought that was pretty cool yeah that's nice yeah i like that card i like that patch and you can tell it's one of the old ones i mean you can just it's uh, embroidered and everything and you can tell that that blue looks a little faded from his uniform so yeah that's the real deal Yep. All right, next up, this is on the 8th. This is our Jack. It's a 2020 Topps Chrome F1 Mick Schumacher. How timely is that, Mr. Points? Uh, it's an autograph rookie card. It got a grade of 8 with an autograph of 10. 10. Uh, they were asking $600, and they accepted the best offer of $500 for this. I like that autograph. I do too. He's. I, I do too. I think he's. A, it's a really cool autograph. Uh, I think he's a good kid. Uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of his daddy's genes in him, uh, so he should do well. But that's a nice card. I think, in the grand scheme of, you know, Formula One cards, you know, this card. I think it probably went maybe cheap. Well, all right. It's rookie. It's. You know, it's an eight, right? It's an eight, but it's autographed. So, um, yeah, I think you yeah. do a lot worse. It's pretty good. And not only that, it's it's so shiny. 
It's it shiny. very shiny. It's got rainbowy on it. It's cool. Okay, yeah, I like that card. So yeah, it's that's numbered. Five hundred sixty-six. You're making me turn my head. Sorry, but that's <laughs> a lot. Five hundred sixty-six. That's a lot of. They made a lot of Mick Schumacher. Yeah. So maybe I can find one out of a pack somewhere. Maybe. All right. So next up, our queen. This was also on the eighth. A lot of things happened on the eighth of July. It's top 20, five. Yeah. 2022 Tony Breidinger, a rated rookie, number one of five. It's got that it's that top five card. That, that's a cool card. They were asking 450 for it. And they settled on a best offer of $300 for that card. $300. Wow. Wow. I was looking to see if it's numbered at all. I don't see. It, it is. Um, it's one of five. I'm looking for the stamp. I thought it, it usually it's around the edge, but maybe it's on the back. Uh, sorry. Well, I, I don't see it there. There's nothing, there's nothing on there, is there? Let me go back to the front. I'm missing it. There it is right there by the Sioux Chief. Yes. Okay. I see it. Yeah. The, the slash is right there at the end of Sioux Chief. Okay. I thought yep. you were smoking a peace pipe. Dang it. It is a slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there, the one is over the the E in, in, in Chief at the tail. Okay. Yep. One of five. Yep. One of five. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool card. I think. I think it's a little pricey, but hey, whatever, you know. Uh, it's not great. It's one of five, and um, yeah, she her cards have been hot. So her cards have been very hot. Okay, next up, this is my favorite card of the week. By oh far. yeah, our king of the week is the king. This was on the eighth of July, one on one. Richard Petty National Treasures uh, Fire Suit Autograph Booklet. Got the NASCAR. I guess this is going to be when you think about it. This is our version of the logo, man. Yeah, I can I can see that with the NASCAR logo, and it's embroidered. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful card. I would have. I probably. I was a player up to about fifteen hundred dollars, but uh, that surpassed what I was willing to pay. It went for twenty five hundred dollars with twenty three bids. Of course, it's a one of one. But that card is so beautiful. I wanted that card so <laughs> bad. Yeah, that, that's a pretty card. We, um, the gentleman in the nuts group who had that for sale. So, yeah, that's a I'm sweet card. Man. Kudos again to whoever yeah. got this card for the seller and the buyer. It's that is a um, very beautiful card. Yeah, that embroidery is just incredible. Looking at under the the magnification there, you know, all those different colors do through it so and you may ask yourself why did i not pull this card i wish i could have pulled that that'd been super sweet yeah that's yep. that's the king of the week that's oh, i love that card <laughs> that's right, pretty so, so let's go ahead and move on to our ace of the week our one-on-one this is on the 10th of july 2021 tops dynasty formula one max verstappen gold triple patch auto one of one this card, uh, of course, it went went all the way. You know, it, it, there was no best offers or anything. It went for sixty nine hundred dollars with twenty two bids. And that's out of Dynasty. That's the that's the product that's really the scratch off ticket. <laughs> I was looking at that those patches though. I would have thought 
This is number out of 10. Or this is a one on one. I would have thought there would be some better patches there. Than... I would have too. That's that was my thought. It's like, why don't we have <laughs> the Honda logo or something? Yeah. So I'm thinking that, hey, those are scratch offs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those, those, uh, fabric or whatever look like scratch offs. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the scratch off within the scratch off. Yeah. Yep. That's still but a cool it, card. But yeah, they could, they could have done a better job, I think. It's for one on one. Yeah. So. Uh, last but not least, our Royal Flush of the Week was on the 8th. It's a 2020 Topps Chrome Formula One George Russell autograph rookie printing press plate. And it's a autograph of 10, and it's authentic by PSA, so it is encapsulated. Uh, it looks like is, that looks like a sticker on there, if I can. Yeah, they're all going to be sticker. I was looking at that, and it's like, I think that is a sticker. That's not that's not on plate. Yeah, you- you can kind of see that change in shadowing, I think. Yeah, you can. Uh, and then you can, I guess you can kind of see that the reflection or whatever on the side. So if you go from the rookie logo up to the autograph at an angle, it looks like yeah. there's some white or something that maybe is a reflection off that sticker. I don't know, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely the only, that's the only picture of it. So no other pictures of, yeah, I mean, I'm not really overly impressed with that because I, you know, I like I like when I I get a press plate in a pack, but I don't go seeking those things out uh, unless I may be trying to do a rainbow or something. But uh, you know, the, of course, this was the highest priced card of the week, it, and it went for eighty five hundred bucks. Believe it or not, this one on one press plate. That was a buy it now. It was it was another click buy it now, but that's. Pretty much it for this week's King's Court. Hope everybody liked it. Yeah. Now the only thing that sticks out of me is the shipping is almost ninety-four hours. See, when you're get when you're paying that much for a card, you know, and you're selling a card like that, it should always be free shipping, insured shipping. Yeah. Or, so I guess that's that's not just shipping. It's going to be secured shipping with signature confirmation. Now hopefully it's got insurance as well. But anyway, I just thought that was to your point, uh, almost a hundred dollars for for shipping but yeah i digress but that's it all right well sorry we went over but thank you for listening to the podcast the youtube channel thanks again to our sponsor panini america make sure to like subscribe to the podcast or the youtube channel and ring the bell to get notified of new shows Mm -hmm. don't forget hashtag skid marks Hashtag skid marks. Yep. And yeah, we count- you, Jason, I wish you were here. Yep. And Ty freaking Gibbs. Go Ty freaking Gibbs. And I guess we will catch you next week. So everybody stay safe and uh, start getting together your national stuff. Yeah. All right. Give the, the, the green <laughs> clamp wave. <laughs> the wave. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs>